0: Uh, thank you once again for attending our episode today concerning fasting and praying. So let's go to the question upon which the topic or theme is established. Uh, the question goes, here, Brother John, I have some questions about fasting that I hope you will discuss in the BQA. I know that there are medical benefits when people fast, but I know that in the Bible, people did not fast for dietary reasons, but for spiritual reasons what does the Bible teach us about the reasons for fasting? Number two, I was just wondering if Yahushua was forbidding his disciples from fasting, as mentioned in Mark 2, 18 to 19, or is there a deeper meaning uh, to this passage? And number three, does the Bible teach us how we can effectively fast? So these are the questions we're going to be answering in this episode of the BQA, Bible questions and answers. So let's go with question number one. It's Concerning the purposes of fasting, because we all know fasting has become a fad these days. Many people use it to become healthy and to lose weight, uh, to think more clearly, uh, so, so on and so forth. However, when the people describing the Holy Bible fasted and prayed to Yahuwah, they were doing it not for physical or psychological reasons, but because of spiritual reasons. And so we're going to find out what are these spiritual reasons? Why does the, What does the Bible teach about the purposes of fasting? To get an idea or to grasp the reasons behind fasting, we need to go look at several examples. So let's go ahead and look at the book of Deuteronomy 9, 9 to 10. This happened when I was on the mountain receiving the tablets of stone inscribed with the words of the covenant that Yahuwah had made with you. I was there for 40 days and 40 nights, and all that time I ate no food and drank no water. Yahuwah gave me the two tablets on which God had written with his own finger all the words he had spoken to you from the heart of the fire when you were assembled at the mountain. What the Bible describes here is about Moses on the mountain receiving the tablets of stone do you still remember what mountain this is this is Mount Sinai remember Moses was called by Yahuwah to go up to the mountain and unlike the other Israelites who were not allowed to go all the way to the top of the mountain Moses enjoyed a close fellowship and relationship with Yahuwah in other words Yahuwah was basically telling Moses come up here to the mountain and that means he's going to have a close encounter with Yahuwah Abba. And so we can see here one of the purposes of fasting is so that it can prepare us to have fellowship with Yahuwah. And so Moses, in this case, in this case he was required to fast no food, not, not even water for 40 days and 40 nights. That is one purpose of fasting for fellowship with Yahuwah. What else? The book of Deuteronomy 9, 18 to 19. And as before, I threw myself down before Yahuwah for 40 days and nights. I ate no bread and drank no water because of the great sin you had committed by doing what Yahuwah hated, provoking him to anger. I feared that the furious anger of Yahuwah, which turned him against you, would drive him to destroy you. But again, he listened To me. Again, here is another example of fasting. Moses fasted again for 40 days and 40 nights. And the purpose of his fasting was to mitigate the anger, the furious anger of Yahuwah. Because we know when Moses was summoned to go to the mountain, Aaron was left behind to supervise the people of God. And what did Aaron do? He led them to create the golden. So Yahuwah was pretty angry and so there was this this is describing the incident where Moses decides uh, that he should fast, that he fasted in order to put aside uh, the anger of Yahuwah and thankfully Yahuwah listened uh, to him so that's another purpose of fasting what else the book of Ezra 10 6 down to 8 and Ezra left the front of the temple of God and went to the room of Jehohanan son of Eliashib, He spent the night there without eating or drinking anything. What is that called? Fasting. He was still in mourning because of the unfaithfulness of the returned exiles. Then a proclamation was made throughout Judah and Jerusalem that all the exiles should come to Jerusalem. Those who failed to come within three days would, if the leaders and elders so decided, forfeit all their property and be expelled from the assembly of the exiles. And so what we read here concerns the leadership of Ezra. Remember, Ezra, Nehemiah, Zerubbabel, these were all the instruments of God in rebuilding the second temple. And so the exiles being spoken of here in Ezra concerns the remnant who from who came from the captivity in Babylon there was a remnant who decided to go back uh, to Jerusalem and be part of this work of rebuilding the temple. However, this remnant group, this group of exiles, unfortunately, were not faithful to Yahuwah and the work of Yahuwah. And so Ezra was mourning because of the unfaithfulness of the exiles, the remnant. So he, in it, as an expression of mourning, he did not eat, he did not drink, he Fasting. So that's one purpose of fasting, to express one's deep sorrow and mourning and repentance. What else? Daniel 9, 1 down to 3. It was the first year of the reign of Darius the me, the son of Ashasuerus, who became the king of the Babylonians. During the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, learned from reading the word of Yehua, as revealed to Jeremiah the prophet, that Jerusalem must lie desolate for 70 years. So I turned to Yahuwah God and pleaded with him in prayer and fasting. I also wore rough burlap and sprinkled myself with ashes. We studied this before. It was about the prayer of Daniel. Because when he was reading the book of Jeremiah, he understood a prophecy based on a promise of Yahuwah was to be fulfilled, and the people of God held captive in Babylon would be released and be allowed to go back to Jerusalem, and so Yahuwah allows his people to participate in the fulfillment of that prophecy by prayer, and so what did Daniel do? He did not just pray, he prayed, and he fasted in order to speed up, if you will, so that they can... the, the word of God can be fulfilled with him being an instrument and so that's another purpose of fasting what else the book of Nehemiah uh, 1 3 down to 4 they said to me things are not going well for those who return to the province of Judah they are in great trouble and disgrace the wall of Jerusalem has been torn down and the gates have been destroyed by fire when I heard this I sat down and wept in fact for days I mourned, fasted, and prayed to the God of heaven. What else is the purpose of fasting and prayer? What we read here concerns Nehemiah, and he was seeking a report concerning what was happening in Jerusalem when they were allowed to go back to rebuild the temple, and to rebuild the city. And so when he found out that Jerusalem was in a terrible condition there was great trouble and disgrace and that the gates had been destroyed by fire he was torn emotionally so much so that he mourned he fasted and prayed to the God of heaven so another purpose of fasting is to seek the help of Yahuwah Abba in time of great trouble and disgrace what else The book of Esther, 4, 15 to 17. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai, go and gather together all the Jews of Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. My manes and I will do the same. And then, though it is against the law, I will go in to see the king. If I must die, I must die. So Mordecai went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. And so this concerns the period of history during the days of Israel when they were uh, under the stewardship of Persia. And the king that time was Cersei's. And because of Haman, who deceived him into declaring genocide against the, the Jews, Circes passed and appointed um, genocide, meaning he was going to exterminate all the Jewish people. And so they were going to be all put to death, right? And this was going to be enacted soon. And Mordecai decides to tell Esther, you need to do something about that because Esther happens to be the wife of the king, Circe's. But even though he was the wife, he could not just barge in the presence of the king unless she was invited. Well, she was not invited. And so to go into the presence of the king and speak to the king about not going through with what he intended to do to kill all the kill all the Jews was really jeopardizing uh, the queen herself. Esther was bringing herself; she was endangering her own life. But she decided to do to do that anyways for the sake of the Jewish people. However, he re- she requested that the Jewish people fast for how long three days and nights to obtain the favor of Yahuwah and so another purpose of fasting is to obtain the favor of our God especially during threatening times what else second chronicles 21 to 4 after this the armies of the Moabites Ammonites and some of the Mianites declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army from Edom is marching against you from beyond the sea. They are already at Hazazon Tamar. This was another name for Engedi. Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and begged Yahuwah for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin Fasting. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek Yahuwah's help. What also is the purpose of fasting? To seek the help and guidance of Yahuwah when there are threats and when you hear of terrifying news. Nowadays, we often hear about terrifying news. And if we seek the help and guidance of Yahuwah Abba, it would do us well to couple our prayers with fasting. In this case, Jehoshaphat, who was one of the good kings, he was gonna be attacked by the Moabites, the Ammonites, the Mayanites, who were ganging up on him. Unfair, right? True, because he was under man. However, he had gone. And so what did he do? Because of the impending threat against him, Jehoshaphat prayed, Not only did he pray, he fasted. Not only did he fast, he commanded the whole nation to fast together with him. And of course, he received the help of Yahuwah Abba. What also is the purpose of fasting? Luke 2, 36 to 38, Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple. She was the daughter of Phanuel from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband died when they had been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem, What also is the purpose of prayer. Just like this prophet Anna, it is to express worship and devotion and commitment to Yahuwah in his temple. What else? The book of Matthew 3:16 to 17, after his baptism, as Yahusha came up out of the water, the heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. And so what we read there is about Yahusha. He was baptized by John the Baptist. And when he came up out of the water, there was a voice from heaven which said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. And this is where the public ministry of Yahusha began. So we can say at this time, Yahushua's ministry is starting. And so to start the ministry after baptism, what did the Spirit lead Yahushua to do? We read three sixteen to 17. Of course, in the original manuscripts, there are no numberings so the way we have it here. So it's just one continuous scroll. And so after verse 17, what's the verse that comes next? Matthew 4, 1 to 2. Then Yahushua was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted. And became very hungry. And so what also is the purpose of fasting? It is to receive the blessing, guidance, and strength of Yahuwah. When we start a ministry. When Yahushua began his public ministry. He did not rely on his own strength. He relied on the strength of Yahuwah Abba. And this was manifested by fasting 40 days and 40 nights. How also? Does the Bible describe the power of fasting? Well, also is its purpose. Let's read Matthew 17, 18 to 21. And Yahushua rebuked the demon and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Yahushua privately and said, why could we not cast it out? So Yahushua said to them, because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, You will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. And so what we read concerns the failure of the disciples of Yahushua in casting out a demon. And when Yahushua... Cast out the demon, no problem. His disciples approached him. Well, you gave us the right to cast out demons. Why could we not cast this one out? And Yahushua said, because of your unbelief. But not only that, Yahushua added something in verse 21. He said, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So fasting improves the efficacy and power of prayer. And so that's one purpose of Fasting. And so if we're praying for something, maybe it's healing, right? Maybe we're praying for a certain thing to happen. If our prayers are not working, we should try fasting. It may be there's a need for us to couple our prayers with fasting, because with fasting and prayer, it makes the prayer more effective and powerful. What else? is the purpose of fasting. The book of Acts 13, 1-3, among the prophets and teachers of the church at Antioch of Syria were Barnabas, Simeon called the black man, Lucius from Cyrene, Manah and the childhood companion of King Herod Antipas, and Saul. One day as these men were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, dedicate Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I have called them. So after more fasting and prayer, the men laid their hands on them and sent them on their way. You notice something about the people of God? They often pray and fast. They often do the things together, right? When they pray, they also fast, especially when they are in need of special guidance. In this case, there were a small flock And they were worshiping Yahuwah, and they were also fasting. And because they were fasting, guess what? When you are in a fasted state, it means you are giving priority to the work of the Spirit, and you can discern the voice of the Spirit. Because Yahuwah, He wants to communicate with us all of the time. But sometimes we cannot discern the message of Yahuwah. We cannot discern the voice of Yahuwah. Because we are not in a fasted state. When we are in a fasted state, we are more in tune. Or we are more attuned to the voice of Yahuwah. This is why when they were in a fasted state, what did they hear? They heard the Holy Spirit speaking. Dedicate Barnabas and Saul for the special work which I have called them. And so when prayers coupled with fasting, one of its purposes as well is so that we can dedicate ourselves in a special work that Yahuwah wants us to do. What else? The book of Acts 14, 22 to 23, they strengthened the believers and encouraged them to remain true to the faith. We must pass through many troubles to enter the kingdom of God, they taught. In each church, they appointed elders and with prayers and, what does it say? Fasting. They commended them to the Lord in whom they had put their trust. And so because the assembly was growing as more and more localities were being uh, established, there was a need for elders to lead that particular locality. And so to dedicate these elders to Yahuwah, what was done? There was praying and fasting to commend them to the Lord. So we can see here, we can kind of, get a sense of the purpose of fasting right you notice none of the examples that we read in the holy bible connects fasting with diet right there's nothing wrong with losing weight by fasting but the purpose of fasting as far as the bible is concerned is not for dietary reasons but for spiritual reasons and what is what are those spiritual reasons What's the purpose of fasting? To kind of summarize what we went through just now, one purpose is to be closer in fellowship with Yahuwah, like Moses in the mountain, Mount Sinai, right? Another purpose is to mitigate the anger of Yahuwah. Perhaps we know we are guilty of sin. One way that we can avoid the wrath of God is not just by prayer, but also by fasting. What else? To express mourning for unfaithfulness. This is connected also with repentance. Repentance repentance, fasting and prayer, they all go together. What else? It is also to help bring the fulfillment of promise and prophecy of Yahuwah. So if we know Yahuwah has a promise and it's about to be fulfilled, we can participate in that by praying and fasting. What else? To receive help from Yahuwah in time of great trouble and disgrace, just like what was happening in Jerusalem even after the remnants from Babylon were allowed to go back to rebuild the temple. What else? To help obtain the favor of Yahuwah in time of desperation. Just like when during the days of Esther, the Jewish people were to be exterminated, right? And so they relied on the favor of Yahuwah that the king, Circeus, would give them a good decision. What else? To receive the guidance from Yahuwah in times of great Threats. What else? To express worship and devotion to Yahuwah. What else? To start a ministry. What else? To make prayer more effective and powerful. Yes, we need to pray. And when we pray, we have faith and we do our best to please Yahuwah Abba. But one of the ways by which we can please Yahuwah is when we couple prayer with fasting. What else? Bible says when to begin a special work. So that we can receive and hear the voice of Yahuwah in his guidance of this special work. We need to fast with our prayer. And lastly, to appoint elders and commend them to the Lord. And so we can see the purpose of fasting is to obtain the help of Yahuwah Abba during critical times in our life. You notice that? What they all have in common Two things they all have in common. Number one, it was during critical moments. Not ordinary moments, but critical moments. And the purpose for why they fasted was to obtain either wisdom, guidance, favor, strength, and power from Yahuwah. And so when we fast, what we're basically doing is expressing our reliance, not upon self, but upon who? God, right? And we can see the metaphor of fasting and how it expresses that principle. Because when you think of fasting, right, instead of filling ourselves with physical food, which stands for self-reliance, because we're relying on the strength food gives, because as human beings, we have a physical body. And when we feed our physical body, we have strength. What kind of strength is that though? That's just human strength, right? And so when we deprive ourselves of strength we can give to our own bodies through food, we allow Yahuwah to fill us with his spirit, which is an expression of reliance, dependence, and trust upon who? Yahuwah. Of course, brethren, we're not telling you to forego food, but there are times when fasting is going to be more effective than food in our situation. During critical moments in our life, we need to express to Yahuwah, Yahuwah, I need you at this moment. So what's the mechanics, if we can call it that? What's the principle behind fasting? Why does it work? What is its goal and purpose so that we can receive the help of Yahuwah and his spirit in our life? Let's read the book of Thessalonians 5.23. May the God who gives us peace make you holy in every way and keep your whole being, spirit, soul, and body From every fault at the coming of our Lord, Yahusha Christ. So the Bible says, we as human beings, our whole being is basically composed of three things or three parts. We are spirit, we are soul, and we are body. A normal human being, because we belong in the body, what is salient most of the time is our physical body. We are more aware of our physical body than we are of our spirit and our soul. Isn't that true? And because we're physical human beings, we have, we can sense and feel the cravings of our body more than the cravings of our spirit and soul. And so we are inclined to kind of activate too much pleasure for the physical body. And we kind of neglect the soul and the spirit, right? We kind of, we, we kind of um, what do you call that? We give in to the pleasures of the body too much to the point that the spirit and the soul kind of dies out. You know, someone said when a person gets blind, all of a sudden there's compensation that kicks in, right? When a person's blind, all of a sudden what happens to his smelling and his hearing kind of compensates, right? It's like the energy goes from the eyes and it's spread to, the, to your nose and to your ears like compensation. Something similar is operating when the person's more focused on the body and the cravings of the body. That's all he does is satisfying the cravings of the body. Guess what? Then the spirit begins to die. And that's not good, especially when we consider the fact but the part of us being human beings that makes us different from animals is what? It's really the spirit. This is why animals can't have a personal relationship with Yahuwah. But we can because we have a spirit. But we don't nurture that spirit because we're so consumed about satisfying our physical desires. Physical desires include, on a large part, our physical feeding of the body. This is why when it comes to fasting, what we try to do is sacrifice something the body enjoys. The body enjoys food, pizza, donuts, steak, ice cream, you can go on and on. And the body is going to say, I want more of that. But when you are always trying to satisfy the cravings of the body, we put off kind of the spirit of God. So when we sacrifice something that the body enjoys now we can receive more of the Spirit of God because now we're more focused on the Spirit of God. So fasting, by sacrificing something the body enjoys, we tell God that He is more important than our physical life. Because when you think about food, we need food to sustain our physical life, right? And so when we are fasting, we are telling God, you are more important than food. You are more important than our life. We are telling God, we make you as our priority in our life. And so when we fast, we are worshiping and praying with more heart and soul. Remember the Bible says to worship Yehovah God with all of your heart, soul, and strength. Remember? And so part of the idea behind that is sacrifice. And so when we are willing to put off food so that we can focus more on Yahuwah and to kind of really enhance our spiritual connection in that way, then we are telling Yahuwah your priority over everything else in this life. And when we do that, we have Yahuwah's attention. And Yahuwah is going to bless us because of our our focus. And when we begin to exercise our spiritual self, what begins to happen to our bodily passions. In the book of 1 Peter 2.11, I appeal to you, my friends, as strangers and refugees in this world, do not give in to bodily passions, which are always at war against the soul. Again, there's nothing wrong with physical food. We need food. We can't live without food because we have an earthly body. We are made of flesh. We need food. However, when we cater to the body, So much, what happens to the body? It goes overload. You know, it kind of, it begins to overtake us and we become unbalanced to the point that the bodily cravings begins to counter the spiritual cravings. And so when we learn to put off and control the bodily cravings, we are exercising our spiritual cravings. This is why fasting teaches us to control bodily desires to basically spur spiritual growth. And so when you're hungry and you want to eat, right, instead of eating, what you do, what you can do is pray to Yahuwah, Father, may you fill me with your spirit instead. And so every time the hunger pangs kicks in, it reminds you, instead of looking for food, it reminds you to look for who? Yahuwah. in this way we're kind of training our the spiritual component the spiritual aspect of our whole being that's really the purpose of fasting it's not just about not eating food it's what you do instead in this case instead of craving to our physical desires we now begin to look at how we can satisfy the spiritual longings that we have to be in fellowship with Yahuwah, and receiving nourishment from his words. This is what Apostle Paul calls spiritual exercise. That's why in Timothy 4, 6 to 8, he says, if you give these instructions to the believers, you'll be a good servant of Christ Yahushua, as you feed yourself spiritually on the words of faith and of the true teaching which you have followed. This is why when we are fasting, instead of eating physical food, we're filling ourselves with what? Spiritual food. And so a person who's fasting for the purpose of spirituality, while they're fasting, keeping away from physical food, at the same time, they're studying the word of God. At the same time, they're praying to Yahuwah God. And so that's the purpose of fasting. If you're fasting just to remove food in your life or in your body, that's not spiritual fasting, that's dietary fasting. Spiritual fasting is when you deprive yourself of food so that you can fill yourself with the word of God. But keep away from those godless legends which are not worth telling. Keep yourself in training for a godly life. Physical exercise has some value, but spiritual exercise is valuable in every way because it promises life both for the present and for the future. And so spiritual fasting or fasting for spirituality is a discipline, okay? Uh, And the people of God practice that discipline. We, followers of ought often do the same thing. But of course, because this is something that we must slowly learn and develop, just like physical exercise, you don't want to do so much the first time. You're a beginner at weight training. You're not gonna bench press 300 pounds. You're gonna start slow and develop your, stamina and strength same thing with the spiritual discipline so when it comes to fasting we as followers of Yahusha, we can begin exercising fasting maybe try 12 hours maybe 16 hours work yourself to 18 hours and we'll talk more about the length later on until we find a nice place where we can really really nurture and spur the growth of our spirituality making us closer and more connected To Yahuwah, our God. And when we are able to practice spirituality, what do we also do? 2 Timothy chapter 2, 20 to 21, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good work. One of the benefits and blessing of spiritual fasting is that we can become sanctified and useful for our master. And this is why the people of the Holy Bible, like Daniel, like Moses, like Nehemiah, like Ezra, the leaders, right? The, the influencers, the people whom Yahuwah uses as instruments, What do they have in common? They all fasted. They prayed and they fasted because they become sanctified and useful for Yahuwah. So if we want to be useful for Yahuwah, one of the ways by which we can cleanse ourselves and sanctify ourselves is not simply by just praying, but also praying and fasting. And when we fast, what do we learn? Flee also youthful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. You see, what we find here is the description of human nature. Human nature is such that when a person is young, what does a human being do? They follow the cravings of their body, right? It's part of being young. But when you become more and more mature... You practice self-control. And so the purpose of fasting is to teach us to practice self-control so that we don't have to give in to the physical desires. And that's what makes us better than animals. That's what makes us human. We have that part in us that is spiritual, right? And when we fast, we are tapping on that part of us, exercising and strengthening, it, strengthening it so that we can pursue something with our spirit. Moving us. What is that? Righteousness, faith, love, peace. And these are the things of the spirit. So, in summary, right, fasting allows us to regain self control over the body and its cravings, its appetites. It allows our spirit to become. more the flesh we need our body constantly fasting is when we set aside time to only to only feed the spirit due to this we will find walking in the spirit obeying the holy spirit much easier fasting is not something that we do only once we do it periodically throughout our lives as god leads okay we're not going to tell you when to fast and how long to fast that will be between you and Gone. it's like, we're not going to tell you what to pray for. That's between you and God. When are you going to fast? How long are you going to fast? That's between you and Yahuwah. And so pray for that. Ask Yahuwah, Father, I want to fast. Teach me how to fast. How long should I fast? We will give you guidelines. But ultimately, it's up to you in connection with and in relation with Yahuwah, our God. So fasting is not something we do once. It's something we do every once in a while, periodically as God leads and as we determine a need to increase self-control. And so fasting should be part of our spiritual disciplines because it helps us to develop our spirit, our relationship with Yahuwah. It deepens. It also enables us to be able to hear and discern the guidance of Yahuwah. And we need that. Oftentimes, Yahuwah speaking to us, but we do not hear because we are so stuck in our own flesh. We need to step out of our own flesh and connect more to our spiritual side to be able to hear Yahuwah speaking to us. It also is the key for us so that we can overcome the influence of the devil because we can feel the presence. We can uh, determine the guidance of Yahuwah more and more when we are able to practice fasting okay so let's go to question number two I was just wondering if Yahushua was forbidding his disciples disciples from fasting as mentioned in Mark 2 18 to 19 or is there a deeper meaning to this so let's go ahead and read what Mark 2 18 to 19 is all about this is what it says in the book of Mark once when John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting some people came to Yahushua and asked why don't your disciples fast like John's disciples and the Pharisees do? And so some, many people notice something different about the followers of Yahushua. They did not fast. John the Baptist's disciples, they fasted. The Pharisees fasted twice a week. Right? And so they were fasting. And so the, the Pharisees were asking, "How come you don't? Fast? How come your disciples, Yahusha, how come they don't fast?" And so there are those who might say, because of this passage, well, Yahusha is kind of uh, forbidding his disciples from fasting. Is that the case here? No, that's not the case here. There's a reason for this, and Yahusha answered that. What was that answer? Let's keep reading, verse 19. Yahusha replied, "Do wedding guests fast?" while celebrating with the groom of course not they can't fast while the groom is with them but someday the groom will be taken away from them and then they will fast and so is yahushua forbidding his disciples from fasting no that's not what the passage is telling us we all need to understand the purpose of fasting purpose of fasting is so that we can have the spirit of God in us, right? And to have the presence of God in us, the guidance of God in us, right? Brothers and sisters, what is the ultimate expression of God in us? Yahushua. Yahushua is right there. The living word is walking with his disciples. That's why Yahusha said, I'm right here. <laughs> There's no need for them to fast. I am right here with them. And then Yahushua goes on to say, but the groom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. And so Yahusha's not telling us not to fast. He's only telling us when Yahusha was here on earth, his disciples didn't fast because there was no need to because he was there. But once he's gone, Bible says they will fast. Now, what's the connection there? Why did Yahusha say when he is gone, they will fast? What is the connection? Well, we read Matt on Mark 2, 18 and 20. Let's read 21 to 22 because Yahusha is deepening his answer which is what he often does, right? Let's read 21 to 22. Uh, besides who would patch old clothing with new cloth for the new patch would shrink and rip away from the old cloth leaving an even bigger tear from before. And no one puts new wine into old wine skins for the wine would burst the wineskins, and the wine and the skins would both be lost. New wine calls for new wineskins. And so the context is, why are Yahusha's disciples not fasting? Yahusha said, well, I have to uh, depart first. When I'm gone, then they should fast. And then Yahusha gives the answer, new wine calls for new wine skins. In other words, Yehushe is telling uh, the, the Pharisees and his disciples, there's a proper and better time for fasting. and that's when you become new wineskins Why? Because as new wine skins, you can now better receive the new wine. What do you do with wine? What do you do with wine? You pour it. In the wineskin, right? In the original Greek wineskin, there is vessel. What is being poured in a vessel? What is likened to a vessel? What does it mean to pour something in a person? The book of John 14, 16 and 17. And I will pray to Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth from the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. And so what is the wine, which when Yahushua said, you need new wineskin to accommodate the new wine that's being poured out. What's the, this, what is the new wine referred to? That's really the spirit. Because time will come, according to Yahushua, when the new wineskin will receive the spirit in a new way, unhindered, because in the Old Testament, when the people of God fasted, what was the purpose of their fasting? To have the spirit in them, right? But during the Christian era, when Yahushua offered himself as a sacrifice, what happened to that dividing wall, that tent that divides the holy place of the most holy place? Yahushua ripped it. Right? It was ripped by Yahuwah, our God. He ripped it through Yahusha. Now we have access to Yahuwah through what? The Holy Spirit. So the Spirit, which is really the purpose of fasting, the purpose of fasting is we deprive ourselves of physical food so that we can receive the Spirit, which will nourish, strengthen, give us the answer, give us the guidance which is what the purpose of fasting is, to bring us close to Yahuwah and to have Yahuwah in us. And so Yahusha says, the spirit will be placed in you, just like new wine being poured in new wineskin. This is why in Corinthians 3, 11, 16, what is that wineskin? For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Yahushua Christ. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple? And that God's spirit lives in you. If anyone destroy God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is sacred and you are that temple. And so time will come when the people or followers or disciples of Yahusha will become the body of Yahusha and become the temple of God. Before this, what was the temple of God? The one in Jerusalem. But after this, there's new wineskin. What is that new wineskin? The new temple of God. What is that? The body of Yahushua. Who are they? The people. The people who become disciples of Yahushua. The people who are baptized into union with Yahushua. They're the ones who can receive the Spirit. This is why Yahushua said to his disciples after he went, right before he went to heaven, he said, Do not leave Jerusalem until you receive what? The Spirit. And that came on the day of Pentecost, the pouring of. The spirit, and so what's the spirit? Well, that's the new wine. And what is the? Why is the spirit to be received only after Yahusha gets to heaven? Well, this is what Yahusha says. But now I go away. uh, I go away to Him who sent me, and none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, what is the helper? The Holy Spirit will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Now it makes sense why Yahushua said that uh, the groom is still here, right? But after I depart, then you will be fasting. Because now when the disciples of Yahushua fast, what can they receive? The Holy spirit the new wine what is the new wine skin the people of god the temple of god and so this is what yahushua is telling us very deep answer right and so it tells us that we should not stop fasting we should fast all the more because now we have the power of the holy spirit to be given to us if we couple our prayer with fasting okay and so let's go to question number three does the Bible teach us how we can effectively fast? First of all, um, as you can tell, I'm endorsing, I'm proclaiming, I'm preaching that we as the Assembly of Yahushua, we need to practice fasting, but not fasting for the purpose of losing weight. Fasting for the purpose of getting close to who? Yeah. Fasting for the purpose of having the spirit of Jehovah be in us, in us. In a more complete and powerful way, because we need it, especially during this time. But before we engage in any kind of fasting, like, I mean, to be, we want to make sure that we are practicing safe fasting, right? And so please um, talk to your physician, your medical doctor, and have medical supervision, because when you fast, you need to drink lots of water. And when you break the fast, you don't just eat junk food, you have to transition back to healthy eating. In fact, one of the purposes of of fasting is so that we can cleanse the physical body as well, because the body is the temple of God. And so if we bring junk food all the time into our physical body, we're kind of defiling the the, the temple of God as well. And so when we fast and we complete the fast, we kind of feel good, right? And so we want to keep it clean. (laughs) We want to, instead of going back to our bad habits of bringing junk into our body, we need to change even our eating habits, OK, and one powerful way to do that is happens to be fasting, because when you think about the spiritual, the spiritual aspect of Yahuwah's commandments, it also has a benefit for us physically because we are composed of a body and Yahuwah's commands, when we obey them, it affects us physically as well. Always keep that in mind. And so when we practice spiritual fasting and then after fasting, we kind of shy away from junk food and overeating. It's called it's called gluttony. If we keep away from gluttony, which is eating too much and eating too much meat, when we put away that stuff, then we also enhance our physical body. But when we practice fasting, we need to seek the help of our medical professionals. Maybe some of us are unable to fast for certain periods of time. So maybe that's not our calling from Yahuwah. Okay. But when it comes to the length of fasting times, when you go to the Bible, the Bible mentions people who fasted for one day in Nehemiah three days, like um, some servants of God, seven days, 10 days, 14 days, 21 days, or even how long? 40 days. Now you might be thinking, you know I want to be like Yahusha brother. I'm gonna fast tomorrow for 40 days and 40 nights. You know what? I'll make it 41 days. <laughs> Try to be better than Yahusha. I'll make it 41 days, brothers. Brethren, let's not um, do that, right? Uh, th- when it comes to Moses fasting 40 days and Yahushua fasting, if you notice the scriptures, the spirit led them to do that. They were commanded by Yehovah to do that, okay? So that's, in- that's extreme fasting. But when it comes to fasting, you know, some of the people of God, they fasted for one day, like uh, the day of atonement, right? The day of atonement, from- which is why we bring up this lesson as well, to prepare us also for the Day of Atonement because it requires a fasting day. Okay, one day, three days, seven days, 10 days. So there's the different lengths of fasting. We're not telling you go do a seven day fast <laughs> or do a 10 day fast, okay? Now having said that, there are different kinds of fast. One of the most popular ones is the water fast, right? When you, eat, when you don't eat food, you only drink what? Water, a so water fast. This is the most common kind of fast. But there are also other kinds of fast in the Holy Bible. The book of Daniel 10, 2 to 3, when this vision came to me, I, Daniel, had been in mourning for three whole weeks. All that time, I had eaten no rich food, no meat or wine across, across my lips, for I used no fragrant lotions until those three weeks had passed. So this is a special kind of fast where you deprive yourself of certain actions, in this case, no fragrant lotions, and you deprive yourself of certain kinds of foods, in this case, no wine, no meat, no rich food, okay? That's a special kind of fast. You deprive yourself of, of things that bring you pleasure before, which, which of course are not against the will of God, right? Maybe you can you know, go to Yahuwah and to express your devotion, you will deprive yourself of certain actions, Maybe like Facebook or Netflix, right? You're going to go on a Netflix fast, 21-day Netflix fast, 21-day Internet fast. That's one thing. You're depriving yourself of something so that you can devote more time to Yahuwah and His words. So that's a special kind of fast. There's also another kind of eating fast. In Daniel 1, 12 14, please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and tested them for 10 days. And so this is uh, what is commonly called the Daniel fast, because when the young people of Israel were taken captives in Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar wanted like the uh, top of the line cream of the crop, young people to brainwash and that included Daniel and his friends. And so they were given all the choice food, all the choice wine, meats. But Daniel said, no, we're going to eat what we want to eat. We want to make sure what we eat is accordance with the will of God. And so he said, go test us. We're going to go on this water fast, this vegetable fast. All they eat is vegetable and drink is water, vegetable water. This is the Daniel fast. That's another kind of fast. Perhaps we can do this. You know, maybe you're not ready for no food whatsoever. You can do a vegetable fast, a Daniel fast for 21 days. Wow, right? Or, or 10 days. You can do it. It's up to you. You can do it for whatever length of time. All you eat is vegetables for 21 days, 10 days, 20 days. It's up to you and Yahuwah. Okay, so that's the, the, uh, the fasting found in the Bible. However, if we're going to fast, For the purpose of spiritual connection, for Yahuwah's Spirit to be in us, we have to do three things. In fact, if we remove these three things, if we don't do these three things, it is not a spiritual fast. It's called a diet, right? What are they? What's number one? Matthew 6, 16 18. And when you fast, do not put on a sad face as the hypocrites do. They neglect their appearance so that everyone will see that they are fasting. I assure you, they have already been paid in full. When you go without food, wash your face and comb your hair so that others cannot know that you are fasting. Only your father who is unseen will know. And your father who sees what you do in private will reward you. And so when it comes to spiritual fasting, what must we remember? Well, first of all, I want to look at this passage. Yahusha, right? This is the one speaking here. You see that, right? You notice what Yahusha said in the first sentence in this passage? He says, and when you fast. What does that tell us? He's expecting his disciples to fast, right? He's not telling us if you fast. He's telling us when you fast. I mean, there's no direct command where Yahushua is telling us, I command you to fast. You can't really read that explicitly. But implicitly, when you look at this passage, right, Yahusha seems to be expecting his disciples to what? To fast. And when you fast. But when we fast, we need to do it without hypocrisy. In other words, when we are fasting, it's not for show. It's not to tell the people, look what I'm doing. And so you're posting on Facebook or TikTok or whatever, second day of fasting, third day of fasting, fourth day of fasting. If that's your purpose, if you're going to do that, and the Bible says you've already been paid in full. Yahushua says, if you're going to fast, make sure you do it in private and Yahuwah will reward you. So that's one. We do it. We do it not to promote self. We do it so that we can be close to Yahuwah Abba. What also must we keep in mind? This is number two. Number one, do not do it with hypocrisy. Number two, and this is a part of of it as well. In the book of Isaiah 58 3 to 5, when people ask, why should we fast if Yahuwah never notices? Why should we go without food if he pays no attention? Yahuwah says to them the truth is that at the same time you fast, you pursue your own interests and oppress your workers. Your fasting makes you violent. You quarrel and fight. Do you think this kind of fasting will make me listen to your prayers? When you fast, you make yourself suffer. You bow your heads like a blade of grass and spread out sackcloth and ashes to lie on. Is that what you call fasting? Do you think I will be pleased? With that? And so here's Yahuwah. And he's noticing his people are fasting. And the people who are fasting are noticing Yahuwah's not responding to my prayers. I'm praying. I'm not getting any answers. I'm praying and fasting, but I'm still not getting any answers. So what's the point of fasting? And what does Yahuwah, what is Yahusha, Yahuwah's reply? Yahuwah says, right? When the truth is, But at the same time you fast, you pursue your own interest. And then he asks, is that what you call fasting? Do you think I will be pleased with that? You see, what Yahuwah wants is not to see the physical aspect or go through the motions of fasting, right? Because when the people of Israel were going through the motions of fasting, they were making themselves suffer, bowing their heads, spreading out sackcloth, mourning. They're doing the physical motions. But what Yahoo was interested in is not the external motion of going through the motions of fasting, but the internal change. The internal change that fasting should be producing. The internal change that should be coupled with fasting and prayer. What is that internal change? The Bible says the truth is at the same time you fast, you pursue your own interests. You pursue your own pleasures. You see, for fasting, and the purpose of our fasting is to have Yahuwah in us through his spirit, then when we fast, we must pursue what he wants, not what we want, right? This is why if we're fasting and we're removing all the different food groups, yet we are not pursuing what Yahuwah wants, that's not spiritual fasting. What is that called again? A diet, right? You're fasting for medicinal benefits, You're not fasting for spirituality. And so if we want to fast for the purpose of being close to Yahuwah, when we fast, we couple that fast with doing what Yahuwah wants. This is why Yahuwah spells it out for us. What does he want? Let's keep reading, 6 to 11. The kind of fasting I want is this. Remove the chains of oppression, the yoke of injustice, and let the oppressed go free. Share your food with the the, uh, hungry And open your homes to the homeless poor. Give clothes to those who have nothing to wear. And do not refuse to help your own relatives. Then my favor will shine on you like the morning sun. And your wounds will be quickly healed. I will always be with you to save you. My presence will protect you on every side. When you pray, I will answer you. When you call to me, I will respond. If you put an end to oppression, to every gesture of contempt, and to every evil word, if you give food to the hungry and satisfy those who are needy, then the darkness around you will turn to the brightness of noon. And I will always guide you and satisfy you with good things. I will keep you strong and well. You will be like a garden that has plenty of water, like a spring of water that never goes dry. And so when we fast for the Purpose of exercising our spirit so that we can develop a closeness and fellowship with Yahuwah God. What must we couple our fasting and prayer with? We must couple our fasting with doing what Yahuwah wants, not what our our physical and psychological desires crave, right? I mean, because when it comes to fasting, it's really not just about removing the physical desires that counter our spiritual development. But also our psychological desires, like controlling our fellow men, acting out in revenge, having oppression, oppressing those who are in need, right? Sometimes there's a psychological need to do that. And so Yahuwah is telling us if you really wanna fast, then you must remove not just the food, the physical food, but also the sin, right? This is why he says remove the chains of oppression. Remove the yoke of injustice. This is what he wants done. Share your food. Open your homes. Give to the poor. Give clothes to those who have nothing to wear. Help to your relatives. These are the things Yahuwah wants done. Put an end to oppression to re- remove any gesture of contempt and remove every evil word. So if we're fasting, removing food, but we're adding oppression, we have evil words, we have contempt, we hate someone, Then that's not fasting. That's not the fasting Yahuwah wants. What the fasting fasting Yahuwah wants is, we remove the food to show our dependence upon Yahuwah, but at the same time, we remove the things Yahuwah does not approve of. What Yahuwah wants is that we practice love at the same time. This is why love and fasting, they go together. Remember that. You couple your prayer with fasting. You couple your fasting with what? love. That's the ingredient of fasting that Yahuwah wants. (laughs) Yahuwah says you're fasting, but you're doing your own pleasure. That's called self-love. No, when you're fasting, you should couple it with selfless love. Helping others at the same time. Okay. And when we're able to do that, Isaiah tells us the, the benefits of fasting. Do you see the benefits of fasting? We see the requirements of fasting here but also the benefits of fasting. What are the benefits of fasting? We can look at it, right? My favor will shine upon you. Your wounds will be quickly healed. I will be there to save you. My presence will protect you on every side. When you pray, I will answer you. The darkness around you will turn to the brightness of noon. I will guide you always. I will satisfy you with good things. You will be like a garden that has plenty of water, like a spring of water that never goes dry. Do You know what that's describing? That's describing a life of a human being when Yahuwah's spirit is in him. Like a garden that has plenty of water, like a spring of water that never goes dry. And this is really the blessing of fasting. Remember, prayer, fasting, love. Selfless love is what will take us there. So, If we're fasting for spirituality, number one, do it in private, right? Number two, couple our fasting with the practice of selfless love. And number three, what is that? Joel 2, uh, 12 down to 13, the final passage of our studies today. Now, therefore, says Yahuwah, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, to rend your heart, not your garments. Return to Yahuwah, your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. And he relents from doing harm. Number one, let's fast in private. Number two, let us fast doing what Yahuwah wants, which is to practice selfless love. And number three, as we fast, we should turn to who? To Yahuwah with all of our heart. And so when we are fasting, for the purpose of developing our spiritual life, we should be fasting and at the same time searching for Yahuwah. Prayer, reading the word of God, contemplation, meditation, that's what we ought to be doing together with our fasting. We practice selfless love, loving our neighbor, and we look for Yahuwah. With him being the source of our delight. And so, with our heart, we search for him so that we can find him, so that we can be with him. Because when he is in us through his spirit, that's when our soul is the most happy. And that is the purpose of fasting to empty ourselves so that we can be filled with his spirit. And to empty ourselves. Includes not just the physical food, but with everything else that interfere with the receiving of the spirit of Yahuwah. So as people of God, brethren, let us practice prayer with fasting. Okay, That is our lesson. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting and most holy Yahuwah Abba. Thank you. For blessing us this evening. With your holy words that guide us. We have received guidance concerning how to fast properly. Help us, Father, that we may make this our practice. Help us to develop the skills of practicing selfless love. Denial of self. And looking for you with all of our heart. Father, help us that we may be completely devoted, dedicated to you and to your will. Bestow upon us, O loving Father, a heart after yours, that we can always be in fellowship with you. How we need you, especially now. When you see your people developing a hunger for your presence, please do not withhold your spirit, We need it, especially now, to become stronger and stronger in our faith. Mashiach Yahusha, we worship and praise you. Because of you, we now have the Spirit. May you always dwell in our hearts, in our minds. Help us to be more and more like you. Please help us to do our best. That we can practice true love, yes. the love that you have showed us. Amen. Father, bless your people throughout the world. Yes. Help us in fulfilling our duties and responsibilities. Yes. We ask and beg everything, loving Abba, yes. in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha Hamashiach. Amen. Amen.